Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast channel. Hi, I'm Kathy. This is our popsicle channel.、Yay. And if you're a first-time listener, just go to our trailer, and you'll know what are we talking about in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you are our old listeners, we were talking about the joy of life. Can't remember. The joy of life.、Mm-hmm. I still don't like the translation name, the English translation name. We we were talking about 庆余年 last time. Yeah. And in this episode, we will continue on what we were talking last time. In our last episode, we went through the the plot, like what this what is this story about, and then. What are the main characters? Blah blah blah, and and then I think we stopped at where、um, someone trying to kill Fan Xian. Mm-hmm. We are going to start with the guy who killed Fan Xian first. So um, and because last time we introduced the chicken thigh lady, and the man. Um, from the sixteenth episode, um, you find out that who was trying to kill Fan Xian is actually the chicken lady's brother, called Lin Gong. Yep, Lin Gong is in the princess group, so Zhang Gongzhu's group, and Zhang Gongzhu is with the Taizi, so the、yeah. future emperor. Yeah, it's getting really complicated. Remember last time we've mentioned that this royal family is split into two groups. One is the Taizi and Princess group, and the other one is the Second Prince.、Mm-hmm. Second Prince, and he has his allies to defeat the Taizi and Zhang Gongzhu, the Princess group. It's pretty obvious in this drama. There's two groups of people, which either could be the group of people who wants to. Kill Fan Xian, or the group of people who always trying to help Fan Xian to fight back. <laughs> yeah, and then and also some characters in this gray grayish area, like the emperor himself. Ah yes, yes, and the second and prince. The second prince. Yeah, even though he seems to be on Fan Xian's side, there could be more developments on those two characters. Yeah, but everything that Fan Xian did, it seems like there's always someone will help him to get over it. So exactly. Yeah. So in China, we call this kind of drama or novel. We call that kind of thing 南平爽文 Shuang means very pleasurable. Wen means um text. So Nanping is like most audiences are male. So yeah. So I still think it's male audiences targeted. Like for example, what are the typical male audience targeted ones? Um, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, oh,、uh, that is, I think that is very generally based. Yeah,、it's, but still the. The male lead is really powerful, or maybe not powerful himself, but um the people who try to help him quite powerful, and he always has a really unique identity, and he didn't really know about it before he find out, like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and then I was gonna say. 
the Sherlock's, uh, sh- oh, not Sherlock's, maybe the Avengers, the Spider-Man's, mm-hmm. those kind ah, of yes. superpower movies. I think they are more like male audiences targeted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's kind of that's kind of what we mean by that. It's like um, it it is not only male audiences targeted, but also gives the male audiences some sorts of pleasure by showing this kind of like superpower, you know, um, a man who can do everything. There's no struggles in his life. Even if there is, uh, he can overcome those so well, so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then some kind of female audience targeted. That would be a lot like crush landing on you. Like the K-dramas, <laughs> they are mostly female audiences are targeted. Yeah, and well, the palace dramas, Chinese palace drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the boys wouldn't want want to watch the this kind of like soap dramas every day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. think I think we've done a good job on explaining it. Yeah, because Nanping in literal translation is the male channel. So the nan nan it's male, it's female. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should probably do a language podcast rather than a culture podcast well, or drama podcast. Uh, we could <laughs> if you want to. So do the language so. first, and then our audience will easily understand what we are talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So in this story, Fen Xian, he has this superpower. Like he is super. Strong and has this Zhen Qi in him. Zhen Qi means the chief in Huamulan. <laughs> Zhen Qi. Um, yeah, and he is also he's just like powerful in terms in terms of his force and Zhen Qi, the Qi. And he got lots of friends and Zhang Bei. <laughs> and lots of sugar daddies. Um, (laughs) well it could be like not in the way giving money but the power Mm. yeah yeah what happened was that he found out the murder and then his teacher bamboo five killed his killed ling gong so Bamboo Five is the slave of Fan Xian's mother, but he actually teach Fan Xian how to do the martial arts. Yeah. So he's kind of his teacher and slave. Emotionless. Yeah. He doesn't have emotions. And so and then the the government, the the investigation bureau obviously of course needs to find out who is behind who killed Ling Gong. Mm-hmm. The Fan Xian is being suspected on by the investigative bureau, also by the Lin's family. That includes Wang Er, the chicken lady. Yeah, and and um, in the end, what happened is the Lin Gong, so the not Lin Gong, uh, Lin Gong's father end up support Fan Xian in many ways and says oh he, he can re- replace me in the palace um, in the future so a new sugar daddy added to the story <laughs> yeah and there's another sugar daddy called chen ping ping mm-hmm. 
He is the head of the investigation bureau. So, um, because of Chen Pingping, um, no one find out the truth about uh, who killed Ling Gong. That just yeah, covers yeah. up for him. Yeah. So how many? So who are the sugar daddies, Ejar? So um, the daddy. So um, Fan Jian. His, his yeah, his dad. And then um, his teacher, his, his teacher Wu Zhu or Fei yeah, Fei Jie, Fei Jie, Fei Jie. So Fei Jie, his poison teacher. Uh huh. And then, uh, Chen Pingping, Chen Pingping, the head of the investigation bureau. Yeah, Lin Xiang, Lin Ruofu, Lin Xiang. So his dad-in-law, the chicken lady's dad. Uh huh. And uh, I the think emperor. the emperor also kind of protected him, like in a unnoticed way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we know that his dad and his teacher, we know their relationship. Uh、mm-hmm. Can you briefly walk us through? Well, kind of review the story. Okay, spoilers ahead. If you don't want to be spoiled, skip this part. Can you just like tell us why、uh, Chen Pingping is also the sugar daddy for? Because Chen Pingping, he's the he's the head of the investigation place, but he's actually a eunuch. Oh, he's a eunuch. Yeah, and how Chen Pingping like Fan Xian is because Fan Xian's mom, Ye Qingmei. Yeah. Yeah, Fan、uh, Xian's mom treated Chen Pingping equally, like everyone else. Yeah, and Chen Pingping was so moved. So after Ye Qingmei, Fan Xian's mom died, um, Chen Pingping start to treat Fan Xian like Ye Qingmei. So that's、mm-hmm. why. So okay, so now three sugar daddies cleared Lin Ruofu, probably because he is he is his dad-in-law. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's cleared, and then the most complicated one come, the emperor. Oh yes, that one because everyone kneeled in front of the emperor, but Fan Xian, I think he never kneeled down to the emperor in this drama. So that caught the emperor's attention. No, like normally emperor will be so angry and punish the one who. Don't nail to him, but not Fan Xian. So it's kind of like make people think why the emperor liked Fan Xian so much. Okay, we'll keep this. We'll still keep this as a secret. Then he was told that the princess is actually behind all the murdering, like the、um, the murder. The first murder when he's on the way to the capital city,、uh-huh. and then the second murder when he is on the way to meet the second prince.、So、and the prince tells Fan Xian by herself. Yeah, the princess told Fan tells Fan Xian by herself. Yeah, he, she's quite mental. Behind, she's behind all of this. Yes. Um. So and then. Obviously, Fan Xian is very angry. Da da da, and then anything. Oh, so and then 
there's another set of complicated stories coming out. That is between Fan Xian's country called Qingguo, and then with another country called Xiguo, and then there were some kind of like spies going on. Yeah. Da da da. Apparently, Zhang、uh, Gongzhu is involved in this is this conflicts between two countries. Yeah. So it's it's too complicated that we won't cover it. <laughs> yeah. Um. If you really want to know, please go watch go yourself. Go watch it yourself. Yeah. And then, but the、uh, the stories, like the line, the contents may lost in translation. So it might be helpful if you find a version with good, better translation. Yeah. Um. Especially. It's kind of sad that our audiences may not be able may not be able to understand the jokes in there. Well, I'm sure some of them they understand Chinese, so、mm. if they can、oh, really? understand it, it would be really helpful. helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and there's another thing. Remember, there's a box that Wuzhu Bamboo Five want to open before they come to Jingdu. The, yeah, the capital city. I think I didn't mention it in our last episode, right? But if so, you are watching with us, you might already notice that there's a box. Mhm.、Mm、so there is a box that Fan Xian's mom has left as her as her present. I don't know, just as her heritage、mm-hmm. for Wu Zhu Shu. Wu Zhu Shu has always been wanted to open it. And then he, but he doesn't have the key. He、yeah. he is told that the key might be in the capital city.、Mm. So that's why that's another reason why Fan Xian come to this capital city is to find the key for、mm-hmm. this box. Yeah,、like、he obviously wants to know more about his his mom and his his in this world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and、uh, and as in a series of events. In a series, it's a great phrase that can just like <laughs> summarize everything. In a series of events, he finally gets the key and try to open it. But we all know that the story sets in an ancient ancient time.、Mm-hmm. But when Fan Xian opens the box, or no, wait, Wu Zhu Shu, the bamboo fire, opens the box with with the key. A、bam. phone pops up. A f- yeah, bam! A phone pops up. It could be an iPhone or a computer. Yeah, asking for asking for another password.、Pin. Yeah, asking for a password, <laughs> and they don't know the password. But accidentally, they got it open. They get it open. So accidentally, they get it open, and a machine gun. Appeared a machine gun appeared, and then there were also two letters.、Mm-hmm. One is for、uh, Wu Zhu Shu. It just says that it just says that、uh, she is she was feeling lonely. Da da da. That's not important. Yeah. The second letter is for Fan. It's not for Wu Zhu Shu. Yeah. <laughs> It's not for Wu Zhu Shu. Yeah. So Fan Xian open opens it. You are not being time traveled. To this place, but this world—it's built on the top of you, your world that you used to be living.、Mm-hmm. 
So this is this is kind of sci-fi. It's quite hard to understand, but you can just um, imagine we're living on the Earth, but there's another layer inside of Earth is the past, the lost world that used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you dig, like for them, for Fanxian, it's like if you dig down deeper, 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 y- you can find another world that is living in the past. And that is uh, where his memory is from. Yeah, where Fanxian is actually from. Yeah. So when I, when I see this, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> okay, this is a very, very big setting. Yeah. And it has it has a lot of ambition that I can see from it. Yeah, true. And and also explains why Ye Mei why Ye Mei seems to be quite modern valued. Mm-hmm. And she can create a lot of like soap, technology, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, because she's obviously from that modern world. Yeah, Ye Chingmei is that science kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she um, brings guns and um, like all the physics kind of things to the to to Qingguo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also introduces some values like equality. Mm-hmm. Uh, equality. What else? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, equality. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm brings up equality it's really it's a really ambitious setting mm-hmm. yeah Fanxian is like the art students so back to the old time there's lot, lot, lots of literacies and portraits so that makes Fanxian in this world really famous mm-hmm. yeah because that's the poetries that he make he makes in this world it's all plagiarized from her memory. Yeah, yeah. And in Chinese netizen, they always say, "阅读全文并背诵." <laughs> it's yeah, really important. A, do you want to explain what that is? So it's like you write the whole literacy of poetry, and then memorize it. It's really important for the um, no matter what examination, like the. Just memorize it. Yeah. Memorize. Yeah. It's the biggest thing in Asian education. Yeah. Go memorize it. Memorize well, your formulas. Memorize your Chinese text. Memorize your English text. Everything. Mm-hmm. The grammar, the the vocab, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. But it is helpful, I think. It is yeah, really especially helpful. you. Um, go to another world or you'll go back to the old time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it helps yeah, yeah. a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the one thing i think is most helpful in my in my life in my study in my yeah just in my life general it's the it's the how you it's how we multiply things ah. table that is really, really helpful, I think. Yeah. Like two, two, four, two, and three, six. Yeah. A nine seventy two. So do they I don't 
know other countries because I only know that uh, we got those kind of thing in China, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is really helpful. Otherwise, I'll be, I'll be thinking. Oh, so eight times one is eight. Eight times two, it's sixteen. It's so slow. Well, you can always use a calculator. Yeah, but there are times that you are not allowed to, especially if you work in a supermarket. If you work in a market, mm-hmm. you're required to, you know, required to do speedy calculations in your brain. Oh, thanks for the technology. We can do that kind of thing automatically by the machines. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I think. That's all the content for the second part of this drama, the so joy of life. To the thirty episode. The thirty episode, yeah. And I think, are we? Do you think we should do a third part for this drama? I'm not quite sure because the third part is um mostly about Beiqi, so the neighborhood country. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there are so many new characters added into the story mm-hmm. in the third part. So maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe we can leave the audiences to to watch it themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, themselves. and it's quite interesting. We really recommend you to go watch it and have a new sense about um not palace drama. What what do you call it? Palace comedy? Not really. Eh? So a comment that I just picked from other places that this this story this is a unique type of story that involves conspiracy, superpower, love lines, and some kind of humor. Right. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You can watch it yourselves, and I've pasted the link for this drama on our Facebook page. So if you're interested, you can go to our Facebook page and look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a wrap. Um, what's your rating on this drama, Ijo? Oh, did we talk about this last time? Mm, no. What's your rating on this drama so far? I don't know. I think for the actors, I'll rate for four out of five. But the drama itself. I mean, the setting is like four out of five, but the the content, the storyline, yeah, the storyline. Maybe I'm not a male <laughs> audience, <laughs> so I'll I'll say two or three out of five. Mm. What do you think? That's pretty generous. Oh, so yeah, the overall I can only give a three out of five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even though everyone around me loves it, yeah, everyone, it's like four point five out of five. Oh, yeah, that's pretty high, high. So yeah, so I guess we'll see you in our next episode. Yeah, pop see you next episode. Pop see you. Bye.